Hello, this is Ernest Burley Jr., your certified financial planner, your chartered financial consultant, your NFL PA registered player financial advisor, your investment advisor representative. I hold the Series 663 and Series 7. Those licenses allow me to be able to uh, provide um, securities products to, um, to clients. And I'm also your author of two books on money management. Money Management Easy is one, two, three, and Money Management from Grade School to Grad School. These books are being used across the country in various states to help people uh, learn about, well, children, youth, and adults uh, to learn about financial planning concepts and principles in, in addition to insurance uh, concepts and, and principles. So, hey, buy those books out. I ask that you go to Amazon and just flood Amazon and buy all the books out, buy them by the caseload to uh, give a book to each one of the people that you're teaching it to. I can do a workshop for you if you need to, but a lot of people are just doing uh, uh, they're creating an outline and teaching from the book themselves. So that's great too. I just appreciate it. I thank you who have already done that and you're doing it right now. And I thank you in advance to those who will do it going forward. I'm also a licensed insurance agent with over 30 years experience in the industry and over 25 years in business uh, helping clients in that particular arena. So I have clients from the North to the South, from the East to the West, all over the country. So state lines don't, um, don't restrict or confined Burley Insurance and Financial Services from offering those products and services to clients across the country, okay? So I specialize in various areas uh, of financial services and wealth management and insurance. So uh, that includes wealth management, investing, so uh, uh, financial portfolios, IRAs, 401k plans, et cetera, asset protection, so protecting what people have already accumulated. Also asset growth, so growing what you have uh, accumulated thus far and trying to grow it in a strategic fashion going forward. Financial planning, whether it be comprehensive financial planning or basic financial planning, and also all different types of insurance. So whether it be life insurance, long-term care, disability, home, auto, policies, um, professional liability, business policies, contractors, the whole nine yards, okay? So all different types of insurance is handled by my firm in addition to the financial services, okay? So the purpose of this podcast is to educate you, to enlighten you, to empower you with clear, objective, unbiased information so you can make some great decisions for yourself, for your family, for your church members, for your coworkers, for people who are connected to you in any type of way. So that's, the, that's what the plan is here, like people to have the good information so they can make good decisions, okay? So here, today's podcast, here we go. Today's podcast is titled, buy life insurance or use a savings account for final expenses which one do you think makes sense right so this is like an age-old question for a lot of people i don't know if it's a lot of people or just some people but it's an age-old question that pops up from time to time should you buy a life insurance policy or should you put the money uh, that you would pay on a life insurance policy into a savings account to save up for final expenses which one makes the most sense okay so this answer is like it's much more obvious and clear cut for people who qualify for a standard life insurance policy. It's a, a pretty easy question to answer for individuals who qualify for a standard policy that's been underwritten. But sometimes you have individuals who have more challenges for one reason or another to get some type of life insurance policy and they have to pay a higher premium. So they're wondering, hmm, should I pay this higher premium or should I take the proposed premium and put that into a savings account to save for my final expenses each month. Which one do I think makes the most sense? Okay, well, let's look at the numbers, right? So 
let's just look at the numbers. So I don't, I'm not going to tell you one way or another right now. We're going to take a look at the numbers. Here we go. So I can get a 50-year-old woman, okay, uh, female, in great health, a $100,000 30-year term policy for less than $30 a month. Easy. I'm appointed with dozens of life insurance companies. So I just find out who's got the best rate, make sure they're financially strong, and that's who I go with. So I, I have a several companies that under 30 bucks, 50-year-old, very healthy woman, female, get $100,000 30-year term policy, easy. Now, a standard rate, if the person is not in preferred health, like great health, and they just have a standard rate, that's going to be more like 45 bucks a month, something like that. So if we look at those numbers, that makes it kind of obvious that the life insurance policy is probably the way to go, right? Instead of saving 30 bucks a month or 360 bucks a year versus a $100,000 payout, it's, it's not even a comparison, right? You might say, well, hey, Ernest, you know, I'm going to live for more than one year. So, okay, so let's do 10 years. 10 is 360 but no, $3,600, right? And you might say, well, hey, I would have put that money somewhere invested it. So it would, it would have doubled. So, okay, maybe it would have made seven or 8%, maybe. That's no guarantee, right? Uh, so if you did do that and you double the money, $3,600 would be $7,200. Still doesn't equate to a $100,000 payout, right? And if you say 20 years down the line, 7,200 times two, so 10 years, take out 20 years and say, $14,000 or $15,000 around to $20,000. Still not $100,000, right? So I think it's kind of a no-brainer that this person's situation, normal underwriting or preferred underwriting, the way to go is the life insurance policy, not trying to save for it, right? Because you can't compare the two. All right, so how about a person who's table rated? So table rated means a person is having a, a higher premium proposed to them because of their health, or maybe because of their occupation or because of the recreational activities they like to get involved with. So I, I, had, I did a podcast on the things that do affect your premium. So not gonna go into that, but there may be a reason why your premium is going to be higher. So some people are like, hmm, maybe, should I pay a higher premium or just save this money instead so I can build it up? Let's take a look at a table rated person. So I did a table rating. I did like a, a table ratings can go up to 16 normally. I table rated two to four, like table rate, and, and that's the way it goes, like numbers or letters, like A, B, C, D, or one, two, three, four, whatever. So I did two to four table rating. The premium for the uh, the, the, the woman, 50-year-old female, $100,000, would be like 60 to $75 per month, instead of before it was like 30 to 45 bucks a month. So it's a bit more. But still, it's no match, right? 60 bucks per month times 12 months, that's 720 bucks per year versus a $100,000 payout. Or if you want to stretch it out and say, okay, 10 years, that's $7,200, 720 times 10 years. Still no comparison, right? Or if you want to double that 7,200 and say, hey, that would have been 14,000 or 15,000, still not 100,000, right? So, or if you want to double that and say, okay, 20 years down the line, that would be more like, 14,000 times two or 28 or 30,000, still not 100,000. You can't, it's no comparison. So even if you get a higher rate, a table rated policy, it's still gonna be probably more advantageous for you to get the life insurance policy as opposed to say, trying to sock that money away into a savings account because the benefit is just, is just not gonna work for you, okay? Now, let's look at guarantee issue policy. I've, I've discussed this and talked about these plans in previous podcasts. So. 
does not qualify. For some reason, the person does not qualify for a standard life insurance policy. So they have to go guarantee issue, which means there's no medical underwriting. You're guaranteed to get the policy. Now we've talked about the drawbacks on that, right? Um, so I'm not going to go to get into that, but you know, during the first two years, it's basically an accidental death policy. So it's not going to pay out for any illness, sickness, or disease that you die from during the first two to three years, depending on the, uh, the, the policy that you have. So let's take a look at that. Now that policy for a 50 year old female will be about 35 bucks a month, but that's for just $10,000 of coverage, not a hundred thousand. Now it's $10,000 of whole life coverage because most of these final expense policies are whole life policies, which means they're, they're guaranteed for life. They stay in place for life as opposed to the, the term policy I gave you a quote for earlier. Eventually term is going to terminate and eventually the rate is going to increase. So the advantage of the, the guarantee issue plan, one advantage is it's normally gonna be whole life and the premium is gonna be the same indefinitely, right? But it's going to be a smaller premium. It's going to be a smaller benefit for a higher premium, 35 bucks a month with $10,000 of coverage. So let's take a look at that. $35 per month, $10,000 of coverage. Um, that is $420 per year. Still doesn't match up to $10,000, right? But you may say, hey, Ernest, well, 10, 10 years down the line, that's $4,200. And if we use our same rationale and say $4,200, if we double that money, if we invested it, and it's no gimme that you're going to double the money in 10 years. But hey, if you make seven or eight uh, percent over a 10 year period of time, then OK, the money will be doubled. That's eighty four hundred dollars. That's close to ten thousand. So it's not as clear cut. I think it's pretty clear cut because after two to three years, you have ten thousand dollars versus the four twenty that you paid for the first year, four twenty for the second year, which that that first two years we're talking accidental death. But if you make it past those two years, which a lot of people do, you would have paid $840 for a $10,000 benefit. If we stretch it out three years, $1,260 for a $10,000 benefit. I hope my multiplication is right here. <laughs> so basically with the guarantee issue, you have to figure, okay, if I, the longer I live, the, you know, the closer I'll get to that $10,000 amount. So it may make more sense for me to save it, but it doesn't because during that time frame you're still a long ways away from the $10,000 benefit. And, and you can't say, well, I'm gonna invest it and double it in 10 years because there's no guarantee that you'll be able to double it and get close to 10,000. So in my humble opinion, it's gonna make more sense for you to, to get a life insurance policy, whether it be a standard rate, a preferred rate, or even if you, if you don't qualify for a standard policy, again, be better than you trying to save up on a monthly basis for the same benefit that you will get from a life insurance policy. So there you go. That's my two cents on the matter, right? So don't try to rationalize it because you feel the premium is too high or more than you want to pay and you're going to sock away. I call that uh, just an objection. Some people just, they, they're not, they're gonna, not going to do it anyway because uh, they don't want to for some reason. So they're going to think up some reason why they think they shouldn't do it. Not logical, not rational. Uh, just say you don't want to do it. Don't try to say, well, it's going to cost too much or what, because that's not the case. Okay. That's not the case at all. And I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> okay. That's it for today's podcast. Okay. Buy life insurance or use a savings account for final expenses. Which should you do? Nine times out of 10, buying life insurance is going to work to your advantage as opposed to you trying to save a little bit uh, per month to, uh, to save up for those final expenses. Okay. So let's, let's do that. Let's use logic, use rationale and do the right thing. All right. So that's it. So the recap is, 
basically the life insurance plan is going to be better than saving uh, on a monthly basis for your final expenses. That's going to be the case nine times out of 10. If you can get a life insurance policy, or even if you have to get a guarantee issue policy, nine times out of 10, it's going to be a better situation for you. Okay. All right. So I thank you guys for listening. I appreciate that every week you're listening in. Um, and I, I, I pray, I ask that you spread the podcast to others, your friends, your family members, your coworkers, your church members, your employers all across the country and ask them to do the same. I thank you all for doing that. I ask that you continue to do that. I ask that you um, uh, go to my YouTube channel, which is Ernest Burley. Uh, that's just my name, Ernest Burley Jr. And subscribe and ask your friends, family members, and church members to do the same. I'm, I just, I'm just pleased to see subscribers coming every day, and I ask that you continue to do that. If you want to connect with me, my email address is very easy, ernest at ernestburleyjr.com. It's just my first name at my full name.com. Or you can call my firm at 301-262-2600. Or you can email me from my website, which is ernestburley.com or ernestburleyjr.com, whichever you prefer. And click around in my website. I have a lot of great links in there, great information for you to take a look at, in addition to my podcast uh, channel, my YouTube channel. All right. I have to go over my disclosure since I did mention me being a financial advisor and all this other great stuff. So let me get through my disclosure real quick. Okay, here we go. Burley Insurance and Financial Services, Inc., 13621 Annapolis Road, Bowie, Maryland, 20720. That's where my firm is located. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, Inc., member FINRA and CIPIC. Burley Insurance and Financial Services, Inc. is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group, Inc. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of financial instruments. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. Again, past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Ernest Burley Jr., moi, and Burley Insurance and Financial Services, Inc., and not those of Next Financial Group, Inc. Next Financial Group, Inc. does not provide tax advice. That's it for today's podcast. Hope you got some great information from it. Hey, till next time, y'all be safe out there and y'all take care, okay? <laughs>